I just was thinking about this. There's like 7 billion people in the world and every single one is unique and different. And then you put, you're making all these marriage recipes of people together. Yeah. And it's like even more unique and crazy right. the things they can do together or accomplish together. Yeah. And like, it's just powerful. Marriage is. is so powerful. So it's no wonder the devil's trying to take them out one by one and not even one by one, just in mass swoops, you know? Yeah. So I think we do need to acknowledge that it takes an effort. Like it, it does, does take effort. And that's why you guys are listening to this podcast. And I think we're in a great season of life to talk about it because I don't hear about it from this perspective as much. Um, a podcast duo talking about how they uh, get together to podcast and they talk back and forth for like two hours and then they podcast for two hours. Wait, the first two hours <laughs> they don't even record? No, they're not even recording. But we talk probably, like we talk as friends casually, but not two hours through the week. Oh, that's so maybe they don't talk at all. Like, like we do communicate through the week, but not two hours probably. Sometimes yeah. it's six, but. I was just like, I can't imagine like talking for, two, like I would, you might as well just hit record. It was probably well, yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the one I want to hear. That's, that's what I want to hear the two hours before. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. No, yeah. Let's just hear it off the cuff. No. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do off the cuff. No, we've prepared today, guys. We, we're coming to you as true experts, seasoned marriage counselors what are you saying she's talking for herself not me actually we were why are we well, first of all why are we recording this topic today because people ask for it and why else today of all days oh because neither of us are in a fight with our husbands <laughs> currently we're like we both feel good about talking about this topic today because nobody's bickering with anybody yeah there was like, a time a couple months ago when you brought up talking about i'm like nope can't do it right now but yeah <laughs> right now i feel like it's a we, good time we're gonna talk about marriage and we're gonna talk about it authentically not as marriage experts not Absolutely. with any counseling wisdom or anything like that just another mom a fellow mom a fellow woman in the trenches yeah busy life with children and trying to figure that out i feel like 10 years of marriage is still relatively new in some ways like I, I know most yeah. people don't think like we ten, when you hear 10 years it feels like a long time yeah but like you have a lot more ahead of you hopefully you know yeah. and so I think like in the future we'll look back and think that was a baby marriage you know when we're 10 years married but um yeah we definitely I'm excited about this topic and it can go in so many different directions after this because we'll definitely do more as the spirit leaves yeah but it's such a broad topic so I think today we're going to come at it from more of like actual practical things because we got a really good question that I'll read later on but before we get into that let's do all the preliminaries so last week was one of the best days of the year for me I'd say <laughs> I mean top 10 for sure of the year was, and she spent it with me oh and my. I spent it with you it was the wellness collective um it's a woman's event I guess um there's speakers there's vendors there's food there's coffee there's singing and it's just such a good time, such an inspiring time, motivational speaking, um, how to go deeper in your faith, how to defend your faith. It was amazing. I loved it. I went with Megan and Krista, my friend Krista and her sister Kelsey. That was such a fun random group. Yeah, it was so I random. I enjoyed it. <laughs> we were saying how like we've never hung out, the four of us. I mean, like you and Kelsey know each other, but aren't like friends and yeah. I never see Kelsey. It was so fun. Yeah, so it was awesome. Well, um, we rode together, too, like almost an hour to the event yes. and an hour back. And like that was like some of the best time, too, like talking yeah. and rehashing. And yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I definitely want to go again next year. So and I think it's springboard. We both knew we wanted to go because we're like, it's always very much food for thought and it gets your brain thinking. And it definitely gave me some podcast ideas yes. and just some, yeah, 
food for thought for my whole life and everything. So I, I really enjoyed it too. Although if I could pick a women's event to go to, there's not a lot around here in our area. Like you have to fly to a lot of them. Yeah. Um, what topic would you pick for like a women's event? I think I'm not a crunchy mom. So I'm like, why wellness? Like whatever. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what? That's still what I would pick. Because one, you can go to like a women where it's just like sermons about being a good mom and a good wife and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, where's the practicality? Right. And I feel like they really met a spot where it was conceptual, but also super practical with yeah. like, how can you make your home better, less toxic, you know, for your, without being like bashing you over right. the head with like no more deodorant yeah. and all that stuff. And it's wellness like, in every area of life, in your spiritual life, in your emotional life, your in your motherhood, in your, and then in your physical home, in your physical body too. So I thought it was really well-rounded and well put together. Yeah. So we'll probably reference it more in the future. It probably. was a great, fun girls day. Um, blessings to the mothers who are babysitting the children. Um, I didn't even need a babysitter. Oh, yeah. Well, they went to Perfect. the neighbors after school. Is that why we went it. Wednesday instead of Tuesday? Yeah. Well, I didn't know Finley's oh, schedule. Know. I just knew he might go on Wednesdays. So I picked Wednesday and it turned out he had school. So it worked out perfectly. Yeah. They just awesome, went to awesome. the neighbors after school till I till Eric got home. So Great. On another note, we did not know how it would go off with putting out our podcast on a brand new platform and all that. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I think we're both really grateful. It went off really smoothly. People found us. People watched. Yeah, and the views are good. Like, yeah, I'm impressed. People stuck around. People followed us over there, which, yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, but I did want to say, do subscribe. It does more. It actually does a lot for YouTube because then you'll actually see a video when it comes up and then you can choose whether you want to watch it or not. It's so annoying when YouTube decides what you're going to watch and what you're not going to watch by not showing you certain videos. So if you hit the subscribe button and then the bell, it's going to at least show you the video. And then from there, you can decide if you want to watch it or not. And I know a lot of you watch like faithfully every one, which is so awesome. Anyway, I think that takes care of the housekeeping. So let's get into our homemaker hot takes. takes. Okay, Jana, what's your hot take for the week? This is maybe more of a mothering hot take than a homemaking hot take, but... It is not gross to drink out of the same water cup as your child or water bottle. Now, I am not saying it's the best <laughs> sanitary practice. I am saying it's not gross. Like, you're your child. They're, highly, it's not gross, okay? Highly disagree. <laughs> It's I knew disgusting. you would. Disgusting. Did you ever watch a child drink out of a straw? Yes. They are back. Sometimes I wipe it off. Uh, no, the backwash part. It goes oh. in and out. What if they're well, eating? Yeah, maybe. Yes. <laughs> My boys are a little older now. When they're like Miller's age, eh. But when they're a little older, and I'm pretty sure they're not backwashing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will get them their own it's water bottle. It's a good hot take because it's going to be split. Yeah. Sorry. I will get them their own water bottle, and they will still drink out of mine anyway. I don't know what the appeal is, but I've kind of just come to like accept it. It is what it is, and it really doesn't gross me out. Yeah. I did so good with my first two kids of like training them. That's mommy's drink. Don't even ask. And like they wouldn't. The third one, oh my word, three water bottles, one per kid plus mine. I've been a little more lax. And so sometimes there's an emergency. And so, yes, I will yeah. let it happen. But it's gross every time. Like <laughs> I just don't find it gross. <laughs> my homemaking hot take might be gross too. I don't know. Depends what people think. But my hot take is that the cookie dough is far superior to the actual cookie once it's baked. So why are we even baking them? <laughs> I actually agree. Okay, good. Which I always feel guilty. I would hate to admit it. And I try to keep my cookie dough eating to a minimum for various reasons. But people are making homemade mayo with raw egg in it. And right. like they're right. not cooking that. And 
I don't know. I guess I would have never admitted it before, but I'm like, whatever. I do eat raw cookie dough here and there. Cookie dough is bomb. And it's so good. Oh, my word. But my best life hack is to make the cookies as fast as possible or you will be eating the cookie. Like, if you that cookie dough that chills in the fridge is dangerous. It's the worst. It's like, after a while, there's like three dirty spoons in the sink. Just just a little little spoonful. And then an hour later, another little spoon. And then your sink's full of dirty spoons. You can buy cookie dough to eat it's not good no why is it not no no, good? no 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 i know actually is that cookie dough place still dough and co, dough is, that, and co? is that still in business i think i've tasted it well i have no idea i think so. it went in and out so fast it's a whole new establishment now again it was okay. like in there for like a year makes sense because it's not good <laughs> like no offense it's overly it's, sweet the like, concept yeah. is great like you it, it sounds like it would be great but like ew it is so much better when you steal it from the mixing bowl yeah you know when you're not supposed to <laughs> exactly okay well i'm sorry to waste your time talking about cookie dough you guys came here for some real like conversation so let's get into that the spark for this um we didn't actually we planned we, we filmed two episodes at a time and we knew what our one was going to be but this one we was like hmm, we could go a couple different directions we had plenty of ideas yeah. it was just like which one are we feeling at the moment and so we got a question or i did on my community tab here on YouTube and I thought it was a really good one and I was like that's gonna make a good podcast she said I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts on being a wife especially how you love on your husband with little things that you do for him do you ever plan date nights how do you fill his cup what lunches do you pack for him when he goes off to work kind of all the things that being a wife who pursues her husband entails sometimes I feel like everything revolves around what a husband can do for his wife flowers chocolate chores around the house etc what can we as wives do I'd love some fun and PG ideas. <laughs> I love how she said and PG because I feel like that's always the non-PG stuff is we the know. first thing we jump to. Yeah. Because that's probably what guys appreciate the most, let's right. be honest. But you want to love your husband throughout the day, right. you know. And so like what are some other like great practical things you can do? I thought that was a great question. So what was your first thoughts? Well, I don't know. You think of like sending flowers, but a guy's not really going to appreciate that. So if he's working away, maybe send him a pizza. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my word. I think I did do that, How would that for work? Eric one time. Like logically, practically, Just how does that work? Go to Papa John's website and type in his work address and send him a pizza. I don't know. <laughs> Why is my mind so blown by this? I don't know. I'm just sure how I've eaten already or something. Right. It had. It would have to be like a very specific job where you knew your husband's schedule and knew he was actually... I couldn't do that for Eric. I never know where he's going to be. Or what if you brought it to him? That's probably even, even better. better. Even yeah. better. Without the kids. Well, that would yeah. take a lot of... Now we're really getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into some really good practical stuff. You guys weighed in, so we're going to react to some of your stuff. But before we get into the little nitty gritty, I thought maybe we could just talk about marriage, our marriages in general, that kind of thing. Get people to know us a little bit. I said I've been married 10 years. You've been 11? 11, yeah. Yeah. But would you say that you and Eric are like compatible, like meant to be, like all yeah, that? I think so. I remember when we were like liking each other in high school, there was this one girl, I think she was jealous, but of of me because I think she liked Eric but she said that we would never work out because we're too much the same and okay she was wrong see that's I what mean, I'm she saying was right about us being the same but we are we our personalities are a lot the same in a lot of ways but then so different in other ways yeah Josh and I are definitely like a good team for getting things done and like for working together and stuff like that but we're also so similar that like on paper 
it's not like the two people you would think oh let's put these people together like yeah. looks wise yes because I think people used to think we were sometimes siblings but we've got like that. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. so like we look like we belonged you know sometimes there's like the odd couple the odd couples are always the cutest I though. agree yeah I love it when it's like you know he's like a little bit shorter or like I don't know they just or like dark hair and red hair like yeah, Alex and Sharon yeah, like I think so they cute. look so good together yeah, yeah, with yeah. their contrast yeah, I don't know. When they look too much like siblings, I'm like, sometimes yeah. did Josh and I veer on that. I don't know, but not siblings. Right. I don't know. I heard it said once that like any two Christ followers should be able to make it work. Yeah. You know, obviously there's going to be more challenges if given certain personalities, but if you're dedicated to pursuing each other and pursuing Christ, number one, I really don't think a personality should really. Yeah really matter so be careful if you're single and writing your list out of your dream guy hold it very loosely yeah um but I just was thinking about this there's like seven billion people in the world and every single one is unique and different and then you put you're making all these marriage recipes of people together yeah and it's like even more unique and crazy the things they can do together or accomplish together and like it's just powerful marriage is. is so powerful so it's no wonder the devil's trying to take them out one by one um and not even one by one, just in mass swoops, you know. Yeah. So I think we do need to acknowledge that it takes an effort. Like it, it does. does take effort. And that's why you guys are listening to this podcast. And I think we're in a great season of life to talk about it because I don't hear about it from this perspective as much. And we were saying also earlier how you and I, like Megan's not going to be over here saying things that aren't true because <laughs> I'll call her out because I've seen them, you know, wallpaper. Like I know, like I've seen them. At, they're Maybe not their worst, but like I've seen – the real life Megan and Josh and she's seen real life Jana and Eric so yeah we've been not, through some stuff together and we like, have yeah so we're that'll not gonna, keep us honest yes. we're not gonna be sitting here <laughs> yeah. blowing smoke or anything right. <laughs> it's for real so I was recently reminded how important it is to prioritize your marriage with both kids in school it gives me a teeny tiny taste of what it's gonna be like when it's just Eric and I you know someday Lord willing, your kids are going to leave. They're going to get married. They're going to, they're not going to need you. And who's going to still be there? Your husband. And I always kind of cringe or get uncomfortable when I hear people say the marriage relationship gets priority because, you know, I picture starving, dirty children sitting in a corner, juggling knives and playing with matches while their parents are locked in the bedroom. And <laughs> My goodness. That's not, that's not what that means. I think prioritizing your marriage over your children can look like allowing mother to finish her sentence before you ask, why is the sky blue? You know, learning not to interrupt that mommy and daddy are talking. You can wait a hot second. Uh, maybe it means keeping the children out of your bedroom, teaching them to sleep on their own. I'm sure they would prefer to snuggle in mommy and daddy's bed. And maybe sometimes there's allowances for that. But, you know, as a rule, prioritizing the marriage bed. And maybe that looks like you have a child that is a mama baby and does not enjoy going to babysitters. Maybe that means once a month for two hours, they have to put up with grandma, even though they'd rather not while you have a date. You know, different things like that where you're choosing your marriage over your child. It's not neglecting your children at all. So that was good for me to remember that and it just gave me a little picture and a reminder of why people say that like yeah because your kids are gonna leave and you'll sacrifice for the things you care about right like we're so quick to sacrifice for our children and like you know it is what it is but then we for some reason is that that's not a midnight culture thing right like that's a everybody culture we feel guilt sometimes 
it almost feels frivolous. Like, mom, can you babysit the kids so we can go have a date night? You it know, does. and eat wings yeah. and like whatever. Yeah. Like, it sounds like we're just asking for to cop out and have fun tonight or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But it's not just fun. It's like investing. Right. And there are ways to do it without childcare, And yes. that's all well and good. But I, however you do it, it does need to be done. And yeah. I mean, you need to have that time. You need to schedule it. Make it happen. Or it won't happen. It won't happen because it's not easy. Just the other night, Josh and I, we have been using our babysitting, which I'm so blessed to have my mom and my sister and like my grandma close by and stuff. So I do have options for babysitting, but we've been using up a lot of it for like, we went to the wellness mm-hmm. collective and we're about to go on a trip. Um, yes. prioritizing our marriages, yes. speaking of which, we're going on a couple's trip. I think it's going to be so good. Is it going to be prioritizing marriages or priori- prioritizing golfing. the golfing? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I know like I've seen a shift in Josh lately. This is like a bunny trail, but we went through like a kind of rough patch a little while ago and I saw a shift in him of like, normally you think like the woman's trying to get the guy to care about like, you know, sending them reels with marriage advice mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. But Josh has like been reading some marriage books lately and stuff like that and like putting an effort in and I just like feel so loved by that. Anyway, so I think he's starting to realize that quality time and like even just that drive down there and back is going to be golden for me. I'm so excited. Yeah, we were talking about Joelle and Jordan said we can go with them and it makes financial sense to drive with them. I was like, but if we went by ourselves, we'd have almost three whole hours of just like time to talk. So So I'm not sure. We haven't decided yet. Hmm. Because friend time is fun too. But yeah, it would be fun to go with them. I could sit in the back with the baby. Yeah. The baby. But I don't know. (laughs) We haven't decided. I told Eric it's up to him because he's the one that will drive. So if he would rather not drive, obviously we'll just go with Jordan and Joel. But yeah, we'll see. That's cool. But back to what I was saying about um, trying to do a date night without babysitting because we didn't want to use our babysitters up. We I made an effort to get the kids up early from their naps so that they weren't going to be overly rambunctious and everything because I knew I wanted to put them to bed at 8 o'clock on the dot. We were giving them baths at 7.30, getting them to bed. Oh, I fed the kids supper. You know, what was it? Nothing, like leftovers, I think, you know. And they were excited because they got ice cream at the end or something special. Um, Give them baths, put them to bed. And then Josh went out and got takeout. Actually, he got the takeout while I was – tucking the kids in and then he came up and kissed them goodnight and we had takeout and a movie and it's it was so fun we do it like very rarely three times a year maybe or something I don't know but like why don't we just do that more on repeat maybe not the movie part always but sure why not I don't know we we some couples can bond over movies and some people just sit there and they're in the same room and that's it so it's totally like you have to know your relationship and everything but that was like such good I would say it was quality time because it led to good conversations Mm -hmm. and it was just us and we were being, there's something to be said for just being not a mom. Like you're being yourself. Right. Like yourself without all the baggage and responsibilities and like, you know, the kids are safely tucked in bed. Yeah. It's just enjoying like, even if you're not talking, just like being with each other. And when you watch, when you're watching something, you're both watching the same thing. You're both thinking about the same thing. It's different than when you're both sitting there, but on your phones. Because when you're on your phones, you're like in another world like you have no idea what he's looking at or reading or yeah but when you're watching a movie it's like you're both doing the same thing thinking about the same thing so I think it is different I agree and like even Josh loves football so so sometimes it's fun to just enter in with his hobbies and yeah we can sit and chat and watch the same thing too kind of but I'm not I don't it sounds like we're really promoting screens here all the time and stuff but I was just thinking of like the I know there's seasons of life where the babysitting is just not really an option and that kind of thing. And I don't want you to make, I don't want you to feel guilty for that either. If that's all you have the energy for, like at eight o'clock, you might not have the energy to play a game or do an arts or crafts or whatever. <laughs> like maybe that's literally all you have the energy for. I know that's um, in the 
midst of like the baby little stages that was one of my favorite parts at night was when we would watch a show we haven't done that for so long I'm not really sure why we just kind of got out of the habit but I really really enjoyed that time and I felt like if we went for a week or so without doing it I just I missed it I felt like you know it it really did um help us and we really both it was it is fun to look back on different periods of your life and how you did different things it's like oh maybe I should bring that back or whatever like we used to sit out now it's getting so chilly but it's still not that bad sit out on the patio like put the kids to bed and we're gonna sit out on the patio and talk for 15 minutes like regularly not like this a big event and not this big long thing it was just like 15 minutes like every night that we could swing it like not that we're gonna beat each other up if one night it just couldn't happen but yeah that is like such good connection right now we're trying to um this is my goal right now when I always shower first and get in bed and answer DMs or whatever I'm reading a book or I'm on Instagram reels or something but then when Josh is done showering and comes to bed I'm like put my phone away like Mm -hmm. it's hard like you're always in the middle of something no put it away and just chat about whatever um which that's why the patio idea is good because then it's like a specific like spot or I don't know well, I want Josh to go back into construction and make <laughs> my sun porch, like it's right by our bedroom, cut a door into the bedroom and then we'll have like a little, well, well. like a little um, balcony yes. on top of the sunroof and we'll put a hot tub out there. Would that be awesome? That's so awesome. How close are your neighbors? Eh, close enough. Make a, make a <laughs> nice a high wall. Yeah. 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 That, could, that could be pretty fun. I think so too. <laughs> we'll see oh man anyway you had mentioned entering into josh's hobbies like watching football with him or whatever eric watches supercross which i cannot stand but maybe i should just go tell oh, him does he watch it with the sound on too yes it's oh, awful yeah. i can hardly handle it but one thing he did for me that really meant a lot to me i used to go to the i still do sometimes but rarely like a maker's market where i would go and sell my robes and he went along with me as my helper one time and like helped me set up and run the stand and stuff like talked about Aww, the so talk to the people and everything it was so fun i bet he did good for your sales or yeah, at least brought I mean, people over yeah it was a while ago but i just remember it was so cool that he did that and took the time to do it and it was he awesome. believed in you yeah in exactly business. and then awesome. you know randomly i'll go golfing with him but yeah i think that's a good idea to enter into each other's hobbies whatever that may be yeah and i think before we get into the practical stuff just the mind set shift of appreciation yeah makes everything so much better like josh's acquaintance slash friend whatever he is they give him two days to live his daughter is getting married his oldest daughter mm-hmm. so he has younger kids his oldest daughter is getting married in january and it's just like that takes the like the air out of your lungs and like oh my goodness even just the practical side of what she's gonna like forget if she even Obviously, she like she does. She loves her husband and she's going to miss him crazy. But let's just say he was just like, you know, a random housekeeper that left or something. Like right. all the things she would miss practically that he does. Right. And like suddenly Josh seems super helpful. And like all the stuff he deals with, he does all of our banking and our bookwork and like mows the yard and like does it without complaining and like all those things. Even just practically, like how often do we say thank you for the things they're supposed to be doing and they do it every week anyway. Mm-hmm. And we don't even like... I need to say sometime when I see Josh down there with his head buried in the paperwork and like I wish he was upstairs, you know, with the kids or something, but he has to get the banking done for the rest of the month. Just to say thank you sometimes feels like weird and awkward, but it would not if you just did it on the regular. Just show appreciation. Hey, thank you for unloading the dishwasher. Yes. Done. You don't have to say anything else. You don't have to give a flowery speech. Right. Sometimes you do feel that appreciation, but like you, you don't let the words come out of your mouth for whatever reason. Maybe you think you do have to give a speech, but no, just saying thank you. 
Yeah. Or you get up in the morning and something was done. Oh my goodness. Thanks for getting the trash out. I forgot. What? Why is it so hard? Like, it's almost like humbling or something. Why? It's ridiculous. I need to work (laughs) on that. And then along with that, do little chores that you know they actually care about. Like, Mm -hmm. I think every husband has their things that it's like, is annoying to them more so than, like, Josh notices when the floor is all like crunchy and he's walking on ice cubes that melted and stuff like that so like just trying to keep like the kitchen floor picked up or um he loves when the bed is like made and like nice and that you have to like you know slide in under the covers to fit it I don't know like little things like that some like I could care less if I have an extra minute or two prioritizing that over like cleaning the mirror or something you know he's not going to care about that so Jana what is your most recurring fight or do we want to even get into that or bickering argument whatever yeah people when you say fight 10 different people hear 10 different words. Right. Disagreement. I mean, sometimes Sometimes it's it's a fight. Sometimes it's a fight. Like, that's all there is to it. Like, there is raised voices. Um, We fight about stuff. Like, he will bring something home. He'll pick it up along the road for free. Or he'll buy it on Amazon. And then it'll be on the counter. And sometimes I move it. Or he'll have, like, a paper laying on the counter for weeks and I'll throw it away and he needed it. Like, basically, we fight about him having too much stuff and me getting rid of it and him being mad at me because I move or delete his stuff without telling him or I'll move something and not remember where I put it. And that would be really frustrating. Like, I'm taking the blame for this fight, too, at least part of it. Like, he loves, he doesn't ever want to need something and not have it. So he would like to have two of everything if possible. (laughs) And I would like to, like, be minimalist like I think I could really get into that whole minimalism to a certain extent but um yeah he does not like when I throw his stuff away or move his things so I feel like that is our biggest source of contention and he has gotten a lot better with like thinking twice before he brings straight up junk home does he have his own space yes so So there isn't an excuse then if he has his own place to put stuff every now and then I take a load of stuff up to the shop and I try to remember, like, specifically what I took up so I can tell him if he's asking where I put something. I'm trying to do better with remembering, if I move something, where I put it. So we're learning, but that is, yeah, our, our, our just the, like lifestyle preferences, I guess, with things. Yeah, very practical. I'm sure somebody can identify <sighs> with that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I feel like for Josh and I, this is getting better because we communicated about it. But there for a while, it was always like, time like how people like both of us could use more time and I would just be so annoyed that this is how you're choosing to spend this evening like we have all this to do and blah 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 and like I live in our workspace like we always have construction projects and stuff going so yeah I know I don't know yeah right we have our steps tour out right now hey I don't know it just has to happen as it has to happen I guess whatever so yeah I don't know I feel like that's often the root of things or like when I feel stressed out like anything can set me off, mm-hmm. whatever. But I feel like most of our problems would just go away if I would be more humble and just say I'm sorry. Like it's not a big deal at all. You know, driving down the road and realize, wow, I got worked up about that. You know, but I got to hold on to it because I'm right. You right, know, like right. loosening up on that I have to be right thing I think is something I'm trying to work on. So, yeah. Okay, and then another question I had on here was, um trials do they pull you apart or do they bring you together closer that's a good question I feel like the general consensus is that if you go through something hard like you're gonna bond and be closer together than ever and 
for me, I feel like that's maybe true, like, in the long run. Like, we go through something hard, then when we come out of that, we'll be closer together. But in the moments when there is grief and anxiety, we are not in, in unison with that. Like, we just handle grief differently. Um, we handle stress differently. Or, like, when I get anxious, when I have anxiety, Eric... I'm just, he does not do well with that. Like, he doesn't know how to handle it. He does not understand. I guess because he's so emotionally strong and... So does he attack it or does he go away? He, yeah, he kind of just retreats. Like, he doesn't understand where I'm coming from or be like, why are you worried about that? And like, well, because I'm worried about it. And like, he just doesn't (laughs) understand like why I would let a little thing like the kids being sick or like they're coughing at night. Like, if I hear a cough in the night, it's like shivers down my spine, wake up in a hot sweat, you know, like it, it... it your makes, stomach starts hurting it yeah. gives me anxiety and like i'll tell him that like oh, i'm so worried because jack's been coughing or i'm so worried be- because of this or that i'm the and same he doesn't understand like and then it makes me feel like it's all on me anyway and like just with grief like going through a miscarriage um that's just hard because i feel like he's not grieving because he's going on with his life and like he doesn't get frustrated when when i'm sad um but he just he doesn't support me in the way I feel like I need to be supported and I don't support him in the way he probably feels like he needs to be supported because he's not showing signs of grief, you know, because he's handling it differently than I do. And I, I tend to feel like it was all happening to me because it was my body, you know, but it was happening to him too. So you're saying in the storm, it's bad. And then when you come out of it, you realize how much better it is and how amazing it is and like things yeah. and then you are closer together but are, it's like down the road yeah it's like in the moment when there's grief and stress and anxiety like I would not say we are closer than ever <laughs> which is a shame like I wish yeah. that was different and maybe you know as we learn and grow that will change yeah but. I am the opposite because like the rest of my life when there's things going well I can do it all I can do it all and like everything like I'm good I'm fine I don't need you like like I'm good I'm great and then when I'm feeling anxiety or stressed out, I just like want my mommy, but I have my husband, so he works too, you know, like, yeah. and I'll just like dump everything on him. And like, he also like, will try to talk me through things and stuff too. So he handles things a little bit different than Eric, yeah. I guess. I feel like I just, so I don't know. Walls. I feel like I need Josh more in that moment and he wants to feel needed. And like a lot of the time I'm just like this independent woman who doesn't like need him. And so it's just a reminder to me, like, don't let the bad times be the times that you rely on your husband anyway. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, definitely different in that area. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay, so let's get to some of your little ideas. There are some very practical little things in here. Um, I won't read names, I guess. Paint by number kits from Amazon. Um, a handwritten note in his lunchbox or in a bathroom mirror. That's easy. That's a good idea. Why I like I do that, that more. I don't pack Josh's lunch really right I now. I do that sometimes. Like, yeah, the bathroom mirror. Lunches. I could do that. Yeah. My husband loves when I go hunting with him. Yeah, come into his hobby, whatever his hobby right. is. We that's that's tougher. That. It's easier said than done. Yeah, with children and stuff. Getting coffee together. Yes, that's another idea. I will sometimes work at coffee shops, and I'll see oh. these couples coming in. I'll be like, oh, me and Josh never do that. I'm like, I wonder, like, would you ask for a babysitter on a Saturday morning? You could. I never did. Like, it feels, like, intrusive. Like, mom, watch my kids on a Saturday morning. I don't know, but... Send them up sweet. to the neighbors for an hour or so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or, like, I, could, sister I wonder if I could trade that with my sister or something. I don't know if they'd be into coffee shop dates, but me and Josh love coffee shop dates. Like, or, like, talky. Like, yeah. I don't know. Me and Josh could talk and talk. Yeah. <laughs> Dance lessons in your living room that you can find on YouTube. Oh, oh my, my word. Eric would hate that. <gasps> oh, my word. Next time we, like 
Our husbands want to dare weekend. us for something. Oh my word. We should I do it this weekend. It. <laughs> Can you imagine Jordan and Johnny? No, you have to win. Like, let's bet on something. And then that is the consequence if we're right or whatever. That oh my word. So that would be hilarious. <laughs> Good idea, whoever oh, that was. I love it. Gets thinking creatively. Especially for us Mennonites. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I love it. Yeah. Because dancing's not like, we. I don't know how to dance. Nope. Josh wouldn't either. Drop off a special drink at his workplace for him. I've done that. Yeah. Um, be genuinely interest genuinely interested in his hobbies now that's a little tricky but it's so hard because oh my word yeah and yeah eric comes through the door and he wants to talk about golf like when he's golfing he doesn't come through the door and talk about work but he'll come through the door after golfing and want to talk about golfing and i'm just like i don't care but if you actually listen sometimes it's easier said than done but if you actually listen you'll often have questions you can ask back and then i think they feel like yeah. interested but then sometimes you just keep going it's like it's not the idea here <laughs> I think it's cute though. It is really cute. My hubby prefers if I don't keep it PG, but he likes me sending him flirty texts when he is gone. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up. Like, isn't it amazing how if you're going through a rough patch and you just have that non PG connection, like, what are we calling this? Like, what are we supposed to say? Like, basically, you spend, like, what are we going to say? Intimacy. I hate that word. I can't say it. You can't say intimacy? <laughs> say it. Okay, so we don't really know what YouTube wants us to call it. But yeah, basically, if you're not keeping things PG, it's awesome how you can get through, you feel just so much closer, even if like 30 minutes before you were kind of peeved at each other. I don't know. I've noticed that it's like all of a sudden you feel like you're on the same team and it does something spiritually too. It's not just like a physical thing. Yeah. Um, Eric always says that. Like I feel it sometimes, but I think he notices that even more. He's like, I just feel so close to you. Yeah. And like you're on yeah. the same page. Date idea jar with different date ideas on different colored papers for different categories. Oh, so you could like kind of know which kind of this is the out to eat idea. Okay. Or like, yeah. That's kind of an idea because then you could put in your favorite restaurants and stuff. But the problem is I have cravings and I want what I want or I'm in yeah, the mood for this or that. It's a like, little complicated. I either but... want a bowl that night or I don't. Right. Yeah. But hey, that's a great idea too. It would be colorful and pretty. Um, He likes it when I initiate planning a date. Does Eric? care if you ask him out like i asked josh out already like want to go out yeah. let's do this he doesn't i'd say we're about 50 50 with that like whose idea it is yeah i know one time i told josh i was like why don't you go drop the kids off while i shower and then you come back and pick me up like in the olden days nice <laughs> i don't remember if it happened then or not mom and dad eats their dinner at the table after the kids are in bed i've heard of that too like that one like it's then just you don't not have for to me pay like, yeah it doesn't feel special i guess but then you don't have to pay for food no and... i mean like i don't like eating that late at night yeah, I know. Although I love doing the takeout in the movie night, and that's like at 8 o'clock at night, so I don't know. No. I guess it's not for everyone. We should try it. I'd, I'd give it a try. Don't keep it PG, and your husband will thank you. Text pictures, cute outfits. Very brave. I'm always afraid I'm going to send it to the wrong person. I know. I Do a little task for him that is usually his responsibility, then spend that time together. Oh, go for a walk together, which that's one thing I had thought of too, be, thought of too. Because you can take the kids with you and they kind of tend to go off on their own and that's some good quality talking time then while you're still, you don't need a babysitter. Everyone's together, but yet you have kind of have your little minute. We've done that twice this week already. Yeah, it's just such beautiful evenings. And I, we run out of daylight and then I like, I can't go on a walk. And so jo then I want Josh to go with me because it's dark. Yeah. yeah. And so then the kids go ahead. Yeah, moonlight walks are actually really nice if you have some kind of light, <laughs> which street lights. When I go grocery shopping, I like to buy snacks and foods I know my husband loves. That is one thing that Eric really appreciates if I buy him chemical, sugar-laden junk food. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that's his love language my love language is josh taking care of his body and not eating all that stuff yeah i agree but at the same time yeah you know occasionally whatever right yeah i try to do that with suppers and like if i want to if i'm craving something and i know josh isn't a fan of it i'll make it for lunches instead okay. just the two of us romantic dinner expensive wine talking about old times of course who doesn't like that i mean that's like a fancy dinner out is like the epitome it doesn't but take, that can't happen every month it doesn't take a week. lot of creativity to think what do you want to do with a whole weekend by yourself right you know right. or a whole evening you know it's just like how can you make it happen in the day-to-day that's sometimes kind of a struggle and yeah um greeting your husband when he comes home from work um you should, guys should comment down below do you see your husband in the morning or do you not see him until he gets home in the after, in the evening or maybe maybe you work together at home oh here's another one give him space for downtime too we all need it I feel like that is big for... That's hard, but it's so yeah, good. Like, they come home from work, and you feel like they're just goofing off or wasting time. When you have had pockets of time through the day to just be, chill, look at your phone, whatever, and he maybe hasn't. So being respectful of that, that he might need a minute. Maybe his bathroom trips take a little longer than necessary. <laughs> but <laughs> but he needs it. You know, you need a minute. My favorite is the dance lessons. Oh, my word. I'm going to at least bring it up to Josh really, sometime yeah, and see. Yeah. What would you say if I was like, yeah, oh my God, that's funny. Josh, like, this is really vulnerable here, but Josh and I have slow danced already in our bedroom. Like, I know, and I shouldn't admit that, but <laughs> we did it on our, on our honey. We did it the, our first night in my wedding dress. I still have my wedding dress, and I'm like, we never had a first dance. So I don't know. Like, he yeah. put on some song, and we had some first dance or whatever. So yeah, we occasionally do stuff like that. But of course, it's slow dancing. It's not dancing. Right. I remember like trying to dance in the pool on the honeymoon on our honeymoon, and Eric was like, "Stop." My word, was there people around? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I'm just mentally picturing probably because dancing I'm, in the pool. Right. Probably because I'm such a bad dancer. Like I have no rhythm. That's why I think oh, lessons, yeah. like actual like YouTube lessons or whatever, would just be hilarious. I watch them take the steps and yeah. stuff. I love it. Maybe you're starting our new Friday night tradition. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So have you ever done, shifting gears here a little bit, have you ever done any marriage retreats, marriage seminars, marriage counseling, anything like that? Nope. Nothing. I mean, we did pre-marital counseling, but that's it. We have not okay. done anything. Did you guys enjoy that? I did. Yeah, it was a little awkward. Yeah, I didn't enjoy premarital counseling that much. It was like... I had nothing to compare it to. Like, I didn't have a marriage yet. Yeah. It was right. a little, like, unproductive, maybe. I don't know, whatever. It was, like, all head knowledge, none, like, real life stuff. Yeah. But we've, we used to try to do a marriage thing, something with marriage, like, every other year. Like, we've done a Mennonite one. We did a non-Mennonite church thing that was every Wednesday for, like, five weeks. Um, we did one weekend getaway thing. But I think we're due for something again. Yeah, I, I, I really think we should. We keep saying, like, how some sort of counseling would be fun or like good and we just we haven't yet but I want us to sometime yeah I think we should I know I feel like a lot of the counseling um services in our area that are there are geared for like problems like issues like like you're asking your mom to babysit your children f- for like seven days in a row so you can work through stuff it's like well then you're having like it's the marriage is on the rock like, it's yeah. not just like it's not just like maintenance, you know, right. like, let's do it one night a week for six weeks or something like that, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's great if you can make something happen before you need to make something happen. Right, absolutely. I was just going to say too, like 
marriage counseling can you just have to be so careful like who you allow to influence that very special relationship like you just have to be so careful who you're letting into your marriage yeah i'm not saying like it's a bad a bad thing i think it's a good thing like especially before you actually need it like for sure but just be really careful um yeah i never did the real like sharing thing it's more of like here's like good thoughts yes. topic blah, blah blah now go talk about it right not like let's work through all your issues let's see you fight in front of me here and right like, like i've never done anything like yeah. that so i don't know yeah. yeah i like to read marriage books here and there periodically listen to them whatever um i rarely finish them that's the sad part i'm just so like <laughs> i have good intentions yeah um but i did want to shout out felicia Mastenheimer's the flirtation experiment i think i got about halfway through this i was doing like one a week Jana, you did it too, and you did. I read, read the whole book. I think really I did quickly. not do all the challenges. Um, I did some of them. I should go back and finish it, but yeah, I did. There read was the whole some book. repetitive kind of. I mean, they started to yeah. kind of feel a little bit similar. Some of them, um, but yeah, me, my friends and I are actually debating about should we do this as like a a Bible study without? But we're like, is that going to be like non coffee shop kind of conversation? You know, the flirtation experiment. I don't they're know. They're not. I mean, they're not raunchy. No, no, they're not. Like, I think you could do it. Yeah, I don't know. We're thinking about it. And I think it would just be good to keep me accountable. Like, okay, next month we're doing the next one. Yes. There's 30 of them though. So that's going to take us a long time to get through unless we did like two of them. Like do two a month. That might work yeah. or something Or you like could that. just like, you didn't, you wouldn't necessarily have to do them all. You could just pick out, go through the book and pick out your like your top seven or something. Yeah, that's true. Like everybody, like like whoever's leading it, pick the next one or yes. something. Yeah. Um, and then I have two books by Dr. Julie Slattery. She has a podcast, all kinds of stuff. And um, we picked these up at church. A marriage counseling service came to our church and they had a bunch of books for recommendations. So these are not Mennonite literature, but they were recommended Never by a Mennonite counselor, which that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> God, Sex, and Your Marriage by Dr. Julie Slattery. And then Finding the Hero in Your Husband, Embracing Your Power in Marriage. This one I'm excited about because I haven't read it yet or anything, but I feel like this is going to be some good food for thought, like admiring your husband again, like you used to, yeah. like back when you were, you know, was the best thing in the world you you turned down all the other guys Jana right for him right exactly <laughs> okay we hope we have given you some inspiration some encouragement some food for thought that you can take back and apply to your marriage and however you see fit and if you would comment below tell us your most memorable meaningful date night that you've had since you were married we'd love to hear it. keep it pg for megan's sake thank you <laughs> for all of our sakes but yeah seriously i appreciate all of your input your creativity now let's go close off this podcast and go teach your husband some dance steps. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.